Hey guys, I'm on the North Shore of Hawaii and I'm lucky enough to be at Jamie O'Brien's house. One of the best, if not the best surfer at Pipeline and let's check out what he's doing now. Oh God, there's too many jellyfish. Hey guys, welcome to another Opcast. We're at Pipeline, and I've got uh, hands down one of the best surfers at Pipeline, if not the best, Jamie O'Brien. Thank you, Jamie, yeah, for being on the Opcast, matey. Uh, you've grown, you were born and raised in Hawaii. Um, first grew up in Pubakea. Tell us about that on a ranch kind of thing. Yeah, well, I was born in Kahuku, okay. and then we lived at Sunset Beach with uh, Derek Dorner yep. until I was three. We moved up to Pubakea. And we lived up there until I was six. We like lived on a big farm. There was like geese and horses. I broke my first bone on a horse, fell off the horse. Like it's pretty much just a kook up in the mountains. <laughs> and then the kook went down the hill and we got a house on the beach at Pipe. And my dad was working lifeguard right next door and just made me go surf every day. Every day. <laughs> if you weren't at school, after school, every day. Yup, every day was like, it, it kind of sucked though. Like every day I was like, surf, 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 surf. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, is this ever gonna stop? <laughs> but I was, I was stoked, like, but it would, come, it would come down to, I'd come home from school, throw my wetsuit in the bathtub, hang it up, and then I'll go ride bike in the mountains and like yeah, do well. something different. And mm -hmm. he's like, you surf? Like, yeah, my wetsuit's wet. <laughs> <laughs> How is Mick doing? How's your dad doing? Yeah, he's doing good. Um, just kind of, just cruising, you know, just cruising. doing exactly what he should be doing. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's cool to like return the favor in life and help your, your parents out and, you know, and keep everybody stoked. Absolutely. And yeah. Derek Dorner, Double D, he used to take you surfing as a kid. Double D is my godfather, yep. which was always cool. Always looking up to him, always trying to ride a bigger wave than, than him. And like, I don't even know if that's ever going to happen, but you know, <laughs> like it's, it's cool things to try and live up to. And um, yeah, him and my dad were best friends growing up. Oh, cool. Your dad's Australian. Yep. Whereabouts did he grow up in Australia? My dad grew up in Geelong. Oh, Victoria. And my mom is from Phillip Island. So my dad's um, family went to Phillip Island to kind of have a vacation house over there. Mm -hmm. And that's where my mom was. And yeah. then, boom. They met. They met. And then grand grandparents, hey, we're moving to Hawaii. You guys want to come with us? Set you up with a job at Turtle Bay. So my dad's first job was a pool at the pool bar at Turtle Bay, yeah. which still exists. It does. Which is really cool, and yeah, and then it was it was game on. Wow, and your mom's still in Australia? My mom hung around for about <laughs> eight years, yeah. and eight, my dad said it was like crazy back in the day. There was yeah. no chicks on the North Shore. Nah. There was, it was like one of one of 10, and yeah, um, yeah I had every I hound chasing her down, up and down the beach, <laughs> and yeah, so that didn't really work out too well, and she kind of, she, 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 she went on a little, yeah. Walk about, cruise. Yeah. <laughs> she, she lives in California somewhere okay. now. Yeah. And um, who were your biggest influences growing up, apart from Derek? <clears throat> um, definitely my biggest influences were Johnny Boy Gomes. Just, just the way and his approach, the way he rode pipeline mm -hmm. and backdoor, mm -hmm. and just so powerful, you know. And then obviously, you know, like, like looking up the Sunny, and, and then here comes like Kelly out of nowhere, mm -hmm. you know, like younger, like. I mean, not relatable, but like mm. he lived right down the road. So mm. we're all these little mm. shit groms, like climbing over his fence, like trying to get, <laughs> like giving him a stack of papers this big to like Sorry. sign all the autographs and stuff. And he would do it all for us. So yeah. it was like, that was definitely a big inspiration. Um, let's talk like uh, your amateur career. And I want to get into it a little bit more because um, I know you did compete as an amateur and 
you've had a lot of success at Pipeline, but you never really did give the QS a good go. And I was always, I remember I used to tell you that you should and you should, I mean, definitely, you know, one of the best surfers that never went on tour. Tell mm. us about why and yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. I think um, I think what happened. My honest opinion was is I went on tour too early. I was trying errors. I was trying. I was trying like futuristic surfing, and that was my my goal. Kind of getting rewarded for it. I felt I felt like I was kind of did what Dane did. You'll go out and get a nine and an eight in one heat, and the next heat you'll fall short with like you know two threes. So I like that. Like Dane Reynolds, you mean? Dane Reynolds. So yeah, like yeah. I felt like that inconsistent inconsistent pattern that was before like coaches were like really locking down and coning in and helping people i've got to the point on the qs when i was about 22 or 21 that if i made the finals at Hollywood, i would qualify or if i made the finals at sunset and won i would qualify um there was definitely close calls and like who knows shit can happen mm. but it never happened <laughs> <laughs> But um, I mean, like, you're making a serious uh, living out of doing what you do. I mean, you've got your show, who is J-O-B, and um, that's doing really well. And, yeah. um, and even apart from that, you, you know, you get paid really well by your sponsors. I mean, there's not many people that make a really good living not being on, t you know, not on tour, yeah? It, it came to me, like, when I was, all, uh, yeah. I, I, like, totally looked up to Bruce, and I really yeah. liked Bruce's pattern that he took. And being a free surfer, I was like, I really like that. I wanted to make movies. I wanted to do this. And... I remember I went to Rip Curl and said, we're making a Jamie O'Brien movie. They said, we're not ready. So we did it. They liked it. They jumped in the bed with it. And, and you know, we made an awesome movie. Mm. And then I followed the path. I won the Pipe Masters. And then they're going, and I was baffled. I was like, I never thought I'd win the Pipe Masters. Wow. Sure enough, I'm up there like, holy shit. Like <laughs> childhood dream turning 21. Like shit's real, you know? Like, um, and then like they were, they were really pushing the contest thing on me. And, and that mm. was at a time that I was like, really, I was against it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they they wanted me to ride on the ct like they like yeah. no ands ifs or buts contracts everything everything like balanced out to like yeah. if you don't make it your contract's going like this mm -hmm. and if you make it your contract's going like this so i didn't like that and, mm -hmm. and that's when we kind of like went into negotiation Let's we started shopping around yeah. and yeah. you know they, they asked me like hey what do you want mm -hmm. and i went out and found what i wanted mm -hmm. which i got lucky maybe i don't know yeah. <laughs> Well, you got Red Bull too, and yeah. um, that must be really good. You've been with them for ages? Yeah, probably almost like 15, 15, 15 plus years. I mean, it, it's cool when you get a sponsor behind you that supports you and, and really loves what you do. And, and it's, it helps create this like healthy relationship where you're happy and, you know, I get it. I like mm. to build content. You know, I've won mm. the biggest contest in the mm. world. I, I, I get it. And, and my whole thing now is build content. It's, yeah, it's easy. It's fun. That's I, what you're I, doing, and I love having fun. So let's talk about that. It's who? It's Job. How long you been doing it? How many series have you done? And who's the guy? Who's is it? Poop. What's his name? Poops. Poops. Yeah. Um, Where'd you find him? I found him in this old house that used to be right here. Oh, really? um, it's so funny. So we made the movie Who Is Job. Yeah. It was kind of a serious movie, but. Mm. I tried, I tried to have a little fun in it, but it was just, it was super serious. But I felt like, okay, plateau, this is maybe my peak of my surfing. Bam, there it is, you know? And then they were like, hey, you want to do a web show? I said, okay, yeah. well, whatever, like, you know, that's what they want to do, well, let's do it. You know, about, about a month later, my buddy calls me, he's like, hey, this guy, these guys are like staying in that one room. There's like 10 guys in one room. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? What's going on? So I walked over here 
to this old house that used to be here, mm. pissed off, looking around like, bro, who are these guys? I walk in, they're like laid out like sardines. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. And these guys, oh, <laughs> and you know, they're, they're splitting the rent hundred bucks each. Yeah. 10 guys, one small room, you know, 13 by 10. Like I was just snapping and, and Poops was one of the guys. And, yeah, right. and he was like, he was so oblivious to the whole thing, what was going on, you know? He thought he was in their room locked down for the whole winter and um, yeah, one thing led to another and he kind of like- He grew on you. Yeah, you know, his name, and his name was Poopies and I was like, oh, I feel bad, this guy's name's Poopies and he ended up hanging out with us a couple times and then we went fishing at night and I had all these like, I had like these octopus and like these cut up fish. I'm like, hey, you wanna paddle these out? And he's like, okay. I was like, oh, this guy's pretty tap. Like middle of the night paddling our fishing lines out like a mile. And I was like, this guy's tap. And after that, I was like, hey, do this. He's all, okay. Hey, do this. Okay. And we just started filming. He's like, it's crazy. You got to check out that series. Who is J-O-B? So it's um, James Duncan O'Brien. Yeah. That's your name. That's my real name. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Uh, let's talk about uh, Pipeline. Uh, you've broken both legs of Pipeline. Can you let us in on that i mean that yeah was some serious wipeouts yeah that kind of sucked i was mm. about 15 years old the mm. first time i broke my leg and, and i was like and once again my dad's like get out there get out there get out there like okay frick, I'll go out, frick, you know like throw my wetsuit on like go out first wave i airdrop mm. on like a six foot wave and i land and the lip lands on my head pushes me through my board straight to the bottom and my my leg goes into a cave like this and it like turns and then I was like oh my god I like I felt it like crack and then I was like oh my god my leg and I like, pop up and my, my my dad's like my dad was like a lifeguard so like by the time I got to the beach I'm like crawling out the beach and he's like you're not you're fine get on the, oh, the thing and he like drove me up to the top <laughs> and I'm like sitting there I'm like oh I think I gotta go to the hospital and he's like nah you're fine you're fine and then next thing you know the thing was just foof and I was like oh my god oh. so first leg it sucked it, and there's the scars there uh I was grabbing the wrong leg. I broke that one too. That one first. Um, yeah. This one first. And yeah. then the second time, my dad's like, oh, the photographers are here. You know, like, you know. What, How old were you then? Second time. Like 17. 17 yeah. So when, when pipe is good, every photographer out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like you have to go out. And my dad, you know, of course, he's making sure I'm going out. Get out there. Get out there. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm going out. First wave, drop in, grabbing rail. The backwash comes up. And then the, I hit the foam ball like this, and then the backwash just smashes down and compressed me. And it like, it gave me a spiral fracture that kind of went all the way up through here. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why it was the worst break in my life is because about two weeks later, the rocks fell down at Waimea, mm -hmm. the roads were closed. You couldn't mm -hmm. get to the North shore. And it was the middle of February, March, and the waves are as good as they get. And there was like literally 10 guys out of pipeline for two weeks <laughs> of the best surf ever. And you couldn't surf? Nope. No. <laughs> so it, and Jamie, did that scare you away from Pipeline a little bit? No, I, I, I obviously just kept coming back, you yeah. know what I mean? But I, I definitely think like things that scare me is like what happened to Kalani Chapman, like like one of my best friends. Like I'm still like pretty shook from, from that, you know, but I guess it's one of those things, you know, when that, when that wave comes your way, it doesn't matter how big it is. It's just, you know, when it, a wave's perfect you, yeah. and you're going. Like you, it's pretty much you black out. You look at it and you're like, yeah. You're like next scene you know, or you're like, holy shit, I made that shit, you know? <laughs> wow, that's radical. So yeah, well, tell us about the 2004 Pipeline Masters. You were one of the youngest ever to win Pipeline. 21? 
21 years old. I think you got me on that one. Were you 17? <laughs> yeah, I think I was 18. 17. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I yeah. should not have said that. <laughs> um, no, it was pretty surreal. I, I was actually in Brazil on the QS. I, I, had a, um, MC, I tore my MCL in Brazil. Mm -hmm. I ended up having to fly home, and this was about September. Mm. So here we go. You know, I'm nursing an injury. I got a knee brace. I'm like, I don't even know if I could surf the Pipe Masters. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of weird. Like uh, Kai Garcia came up to me and he's like, he's like, oh, you might surf a little smarter when you wear a knee brace, huh? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's pretty weird, you know? Like, <laughs> you know? But like, I, I think like he was like switched on. I think I think due to my success in that event is because I was surfing Smart. smarter, mm. you know? Because I I had to be careful because I still had a medium tear on my MCL and you know it just made my first heat, made my second heat, made my third heat. Next thing you know, I'm going into the quarters. I'm in the final day of the Pipe Masters, which is like the goal. You, you make the final day. Final you know, day, the, yeah. the rest of it's it's rubbish. Yeah. It's, it's never yeah. to be remembered. Nah. <laughs> so, so then you're in the you know in the quarters. It's me, Kelly. So, yeah, Bruce. Bruce Lyons, and oh, that was the finals. But I I ran up. Oh, I had this heat in the quarters, and I no, it was the semis. No, it was the quarters. I don't know. But <laughs> I had this heat, and I was like. It was, I remember Bruce, I'm like, Bruce, come on, block Kelly, block Kelly, and like, or something. And he's like, <laughs> he just looked at me, he's like, fuck you. And I was like, frick, like, he's not gonna do it. And I like, Bruce caught this wave, and then I caught the next one, and I got a high score kicked out, and I was like, holy shit, I'm in the final. Yeah, I remember, final. I remember paddling in, and Andy was like, dude, you're in the final, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I'm in the final, you know? <laughs> because I had a previous final in 2001, mm. and I was about 17, and I, was, I literally blacked out. I was in the final, and I was like, I'm gonna sort of sit in the little corner bowl and hopefully get a couple fun ones, you know? Mm. Like I, and, I, and then from that moment on, I was like, I never wanna lose in a final ever again. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's something, so, so I make the finals. It's, it's, um, it's all my idols. It's Bruce, Bruce Irons, Irons, Kalani Robb, Kalani Robb and yeah. Sonny Garcia. Yeah. And they're sick rights, and there's only a few lefts. So I'm like thinking, okay, Kalani's gonna be trying the dog lefts. Yep. I, I like the lefts, I like the rights. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much screwed. I got Sonny and Bruce. Dude, these guys sat on each other the whole final. Okay. Like, I, like, you know, like. Because you, you wanted on lefts, two lefts. Yeah? I wanted on, yeah, lefts. Yeah. I, and, and I, I just. I remember it. It was like rainy kind of. Yeah, and I was like, I just, I, I remember pounding right by Kalani Rob, like, after I just got a seven, bro, and I paddled right out and got a nine point something, and I just freaking paddled around Kalani. Kalani Rob was so baffled, and I was baffled. Next thing you know, like these guys are like in almost combination situations, yeah. and I was like, holy shit. There was no priority back then. No. No. And, and, okay, it was like a 40 minute final. I had it wrapped up within eight minutes, but I, you can't say it's a wrap, you know? No. I was just like, I was like, oh, please, no waves, please, no waves. <laughs> I was like praying to God out there, like, come on, pipeline, like, some, some weird spiritual shit, you know, like stop wave, stop, you yeah. know, and like, you know, there's a couple more waves coming through. And then I, I remember like um, the set coming and they're like counting it down like 30 seconds. I could see them all coming, the beaches whistling. I'm like, no, 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 this is how it's gonna end. And then boom, I swear on my life, like I couldn't even be near this right. Cause these guys have been like mad dogging these rights yeah. that are gonna come through, yeah. like they're, yeah. they're on. And um, yeah, right as Sonny was paddling, the horn blew and it was like Sonny got like, a high nine maybe Did maybe he? better and then bruce got like a high nine and maybe even better but like that's the thing with contests like yeah it could be two seconds off from you winning or losing and yeah and that was the first time i ever won the five masters well, that's all time that was before it was a wsl event it was asp back then 
Um, the WSL changed the tour pretty much completely. What do you think about that? And you watch, uh, do you watch the um, all the contests around the world? Those WCT events. I do. I do watch all the contests. Yeah. I find it entertaining because yeah. now now I sit at home a lot more than yeah. you know. I don't know. It's it's fun. It's fun to watch. I'm stoked yeah. to watch John. I'm stoked Same to watch yeah. Yeah. what what those guys are doing and how they're progressing. Like I say, I like to log in on the final day. I think they're doing a good job. I, I think they're doing a bad job by weaning out all the Hawaii surfers to not mm. compete in their events. And I, and I get it. Like they're 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 trying to keep the same structure throughout the whole year. But you know this, the birthplace of surfing. You it know, is. like there's a lot of good guys that want to be a part of these events. Mm. And and I think it's been a struggle for years on years and years of guys getting into the event. Mm. But I think there should be something definitely in play for guys that won the Pipe Masters, guys that won the Vulcan Pipe Pro, because you don't win a pipe contest. Mm. Basically, you don't win a contest at Pipeline on a handout. You, no. you, you really earn it. And if you could win two, three, four, five events out there, I feel I should be able to you know, go out there and compete with the world's best. And if they can't beat me, then tough shit. Yeah, right? absolutely. But I feel, I feel the, the system, everybody wants to be in the Pipe Masters, and I get it. Yeah. That's how I got my win. Yeah. I mean, I had a wild card into the main event, but that's how I got my win. So. Mm. I mean, for the future, I, I, I would like to see, you know, the young kids get a shot because mm. for I me... Agree. I agree. I mean, especially at Pipeline, but I think all around the world there should be more wild cards because yeah. there's a lot of good surfers out there that can't get in it. They can't be bothered doing the QS and, you know... I, I think for me, if I didn't win the Pipe Masters, I wouldn't have what I have in my, my yeah, life, yeah. you know, and I, I really feel like that was the icing on the cake. That that still keeps me relevant, you know what I mean? And, and I, I feel like maybe you could say the same, like yeah. that, I mean, you won one or two. Yeah. No, I just won yeah, a couple seconds, but you yeah. know, but like that, that's the icing on the cake. That's mm -hmm. what people remember, that and a world title, you know? Yeah. So so I I would like to see a, you know, a younger generation kid win the Pipe Masters yeah, and sure. maybe build a house next to me, yeah. you know? So that way we don't live in this corporate world, mm -hmm. you know? Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe these like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe guys like me could kind of Take over this little area. No. <laughs> be That'll hard. be good. Let's talk about John John. I know you guys are really good friends. You grew up together. Yeah. Dude, he's, he's such a gnarly surfer. Mm. I mean, even like going, like, I mean, at Pipe, I'm not worried about him. Like, it's on, dude. Like, mm. he, he, for sure, he worries when we're in the water together. And mm. that's why he never calls me to surf. Because yeah, right. I'll take all his waves. <laughs> so, so it's, it's kind of funny. But, um, yeah, he doesn't, he, he just calls me to go sail. He calls me to go do other things yeah. that don't involve surfing and mm -hmm. I like I like that relationship yeah. between him and I I don't want to be that friend They're like hey how's it going Are you, I hope you win you know like I don't want I don't I don't mm -hmm. believe in all that bullshit I, I like leave people alone and let them do their thing you know John is one of my best friends and I I can't believe what he's done and you know and his mom to raise those three kids and like mm. he's he's fucking gnarly you go free surfing with John John and you're like Man. I'm a Cook. like you're over it you're like i'm a coot yeah like you're baffled he does the biggest errors and you're just like it's like oh man dude i think earlier on this year we were <laughs> that we had the kids over for a bloodlines camp and it was onshore eight foot back door and he'd done the hugest flip and all the kids just could not believe it like, that's what you got to do when you get old <laughs> they're like what yeah, or or they can go whomping and, and have some fun with me yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd go big wave inner rafting <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, good question. Um, I know, you know, pipes in your backyard, but what is your favorite wave in the world? I know it's pipe. <laughs> no, but there's other, way, there's other waves around the world. I got a couple, but the reason why pipe is my favorite wave in the world is because I could, there's, 
the reason why pipe is my favorite wave in the world is because we got such a tight group of friends mm -hmm. and we get the best waves in the world yeah. right here and amongst a small group of yeah. super solid surfers. Um, other waves, Neos is definitely way up there in my top five. Um, it's the most insane right slab, perfect, phenomenal, you know, photogenic video. Mm. P pass is insane. Pass, yeah. I love Desert Point. Mm. I've you know got some of the longest barrels of my life at Desert Point. Super sucks is insane. Wow. Um, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I I have not been to Namibia. No, neither have I. And and it's 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 taunting me. Is it? And I'm planning on going there. It's just such a mission that every time that swell pops up, I know it's happening, but I don't jump on the plane. So mm. definitely for sure, that's the best wave in the world. So it looks like it. I'm going. You got to go to J Bay and hang for a while, and then go from there or something. Last time I was at J Bay, we got robbed while we were sleeping. And oh, you did? Woke up with nothing. <laughs> you don't want to go. And I'm back. glad I didn't wake up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Best pipe swell you've ever surfed? Wow. Best pipeline I've ever surfed. Um, it must just still melt into one. Yeah, it's kind of a big speed blur out here yeah. for good waves. Um, and I was going to ask you that too. I mean, you've got your group of friends and you're all there. When pipe's perfect and there's a lot of other little hanger honors and the pecking order goes down, it's organized chaos. But does, does it bother you, the crowd? I mean, it's snapping, the crowd doesn't bother me. It, it, it does and it doesn't, you know, there's, there's times you're going to go out there and have worse sessions and then sometimes you're just going to go out there and all your friends are going to be pissed off at you at the end of the day and, <laughs> and vice versa, you know, it kind of goes that way. But yeah. I mean, I remember last Christmas I woke up and it was 12 foot, as big as pipe can handle and it was just going Richter. Like it, for, for three hours, it was as good as it gets. Like there, there are waves steaming through that you're just like, that wave could either make me or break me you know what i mean like i'm, I'm not talking you know broken legs like yeah, more right. beyond critical yeah. injuries you know like that was insane but i i really think the best thing about living here at pipeline and the best surfs i've ever had haven't been the biggest they've just been the days that no one decided to show up or everybody went to Haleiwa, and i pal out and i get like 15 mental waves in a row and i'm like this is why i live here mm -hmm. this is why because sometimes you're sitting here in, in the middle of the winter and you got like, kooks jumping over your fence. You got, you got like guys like, you know, kicking in fences and like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just, it just turns into like chaos for a month around mm -hmm. here. And then summertime is just nobody around. <laughs> <laughs> do you love summertime here? I love it. It's my favorite. Yeah. yeah I definitely enjoy what it. What do you do? You guys surf Goat Island? I don't surf. <laughs> you don't surf, no. Um, <laughs> basically, you know, try, try and be on the Waimea River thing. Sometimes yeah. go down the Sandies, get some barrels at the shore break. Yeah. Uh, we got Hobie Cat, so we go sailing yep. uh, with John guys. We race down the Haleiwa and race back, and it's, wow. pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, we sink our boats and figure out how the hell to get them back to the shore <laughs> and have to call the lifeguards and get rescued. Um, free diving, fishing. Yeah. It's fun. It's, and yeah. go hunting. It's, hunting it's a good place. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Um, let's talk big waves. Um, that far out, the last time the idiot was on, you were charging, like, charging. Like, <laughs> seriously, it was big. Thanks. Um, and it's a bummer that they're not having it this year. Uh, but, but like, what about, you ever thought about doing that big wave world tour? Does Nazare interest you? Mavericks, I mean, well, they don't have Mavericks. I mean, well, um, the Porto Escondido. I think the, I think in the big wave, um, surfing scheme of things, the risk is not worth the reward. Really? Um, is that Nazare when it's huge? That looks just out of control. They said it's like a giant beach break. It's like yeah. Jaws, but a beach break. 
on steroids. And you'll get picked off at any point of time. Yeah, I'm good. I'm over that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, don't get me wrong. Like, if, if I was there and it was on, like, you would be. I don't know man. why I have this problem and you have the same problem probably yeah. is when that wave comes, you're going. And, yeah, like, yeah. that's just the way I look at it. Like, yeah, I, I caught a 30-foot wave at YMA Bay and my heat made it to the bottom and freaking told myself, don't fall. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did as I fell. And, like, you know, and, like, multiple waves and and... Kind of, kind of bummed a little bit, but I was stoked to, you know, like get the biggest wave of my life. I felt like I got robbed in the eddy, but what, what do you do? I'm not too worried about winning the contest and or whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And unless you win, it don't matter. Yeah. So. <laughs> How many eddies have you competed in? I surfed in two, and I've been invited to twelve. Wow. Yeah. So, I surfed one in 2008. Oh, because I didn't have a lot of them, did that? Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 sometimes I'll run like three years in a row, and then sometimes I won't run for 10 years. Yeah. So who knows when they're going to run again. <laughs> On a completely different side of it, I hear you die for sunrise shells. And yep. I love sunrise shells. I've found one once on the oh, beach. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was running, like picking up rubbish, and I found a sunrise shell. That's sick. How many have you found? I probably found 5,000. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Really? I know where the gold mine is. Do you do? Yeah, dude, it's, it's oh, like, it's crazy. Anyone. Do you it's sell crazy. those or what? They can go for lots of money, can't they? Yeah, for sure. They can, yeah. But I don't know, I don't have time to do that. No. But <laughs> I, I, I love diving for shells. Yeah. I mean, it, it is littered out there. Is it really? But the problem is, is, is the reef goes like this yeah. to 60 feet, and then it goes like this, and it goes 100. So there's like a, um, eight, like a 40 foot shelf, Whoa. and then it goes out, and then there's sand pockets that collect the shells, and oh, over okay. time, you know, like, they don't get washed up on the beach that much. Not that much. No. Certain places, you yeah. know, Sunset, Keiki's, yeah. Waimea, yeah. Haleiwa. Yeah, yeah. And that's about it. Or maybe <laughs> a little bit around here sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, tell us about that story in 2016 when you assisted the rescue um, with the bodyboarder who was drowning. Where was that? It right was, here. Yeah, I was right here at Pipe. Um, it was funny, though, because I was checking the waves, and then I actually watched the wave, but it was like a four or five foot wave. It was a boogie boarder. I didn't really think anything of it. I just... Mm. Mm. You know, speed blur. Yeah. Come back to my house, and mm. someone was working on the Vulcan house in the front, and they go, "There's a guy down. There's a guy down." And I was like, "I was like, what? There's a guy drowning." And I'm like, "Oh!" I ran straight inside my gate, grabbed my board, flew my phone, my stuff out of my pocket, ran straight down the beach. I didn't even know where he was, mm. and I just started bolting as fast as I could. And I got out to the lineup, and he was in between gums and and. Um, and back door mm -hmm. and Andre Botho was right there too and he had him and I'm like, it was like kind of lucky, you know, and he was a big guy and mm -hmm. he was already like blue and I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God. And we like got him on the, on my big cat surfboard and like, like plopped him on there and we just like started going and the wave just rolled us and we lost him and then we found him and it's like pretty heavy, like surreal situation, you know, to like, we're like normally piling on that rip. We're like, oh, whatever, I'm in the rip. Like when you're, when you're holding like a guy that weighs 200 plus pounds like mm -hmm. and his life is on your line mm -hmm. you know and i was very grateful to, to kind of be there in that moment and we assisted him to the beach and um he was purple he was purple he was not breathing and saved him foaming out of the mouth and we brought him up the beach and lifeguards were right there yep. within seconds you know andre's a lifeguard and yep. yeah they just started reviving him right there it and took them a while back. to to like get the beat going and like wow. it's pretty crazy you know and like and he, he actually, you know, he, he did a good recovery and stuff, mm. but like, it's pretty crazy. Like kind of happens somewhat so often out here. And, it does, yeah. And more often than any other surf break in it the does. world. And, yeah. and it definitely scares me, 
But like I say, that thing pops up, and you're like, oh, this is the one. <laughs> and you know, surfing's a really greedy sport, so you're kind of like, this is my wave, like, you know, and it kind of sucks, you know, but, you know, I don't know. That's why I like riding the sub squatch and like doing, yeah. you know, more team events with all the friends and filming for the show because I, I personally feel surfing is the most greedy sport in the world. Yeah. But I was just, yeah, I was just watching the show and when you went into Costco and bought that um, board, um, the softboard, but that was early in the day. She sponsored off a softboard company. Now, what, what are they called? Uh, Cat Surf. Cat Surf. So they make fun, cool, floral um, boards. Yeah. Basically a board just built to have fun. But they go, don't they? I mean, it seems like they go for you. I'm stoked. Yeah. I caught a 20 foot wave at Jaws and it was literally like, like, I probably got a pair of fins over here and it was chaotic. I, I took off on this wave. I was like, I'm going straight. You know, I'm like, that's my mentality anyways at YMA. I'm going straight, but I was at Jaws. So you're going straight for the rocks too. You know, I'm like, I remember going, <laughs> and then, <"Whoa!" laughs> and I like, I was like, oh, I made it to the bottom. And I could feel the fins like, Oh, no, plastic the, fins. Yeah. I'll, I'll real quick. Let's have a look. Where are they? On top of the ski? They're somewhere. Frick. Okay. See, these are pretty much the same exact fins that I caught a 20 foot wave of Jaws on. No way. Check them out. <laughs> that, so, it's not, you're not you supposed know? to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it's plastic screws, I you know? Plugs. But like I did it and I, I popped up and I was like, holy shit. And the GoPro is still recording. I was on the front because we just like yeah. pushed it through. Yeah. And the next thing just broke it into 30 pieces, bro. The next wave landed on my head. Oh, I never saw anything ever again. And then there, I was trying to like climb up on the, on the rocks at Jaws. Yeah. And like the board was like scattered on the rocks, like in 30 pieces. We had to like go down there the next day and, and pick, like, it all up. pick them up. <laughs> I'm, like, glad that's, I'm glad you did that. Surprisingly not. Like if you, tight, if you crank these things way down, yeah. they hold pretty good. I <laughs> do. And they don't hum or anything? Bit of humming. Nah. I had more of normal boards hum than a. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all right though. An unpredictable, uh, unpredictable board is a fun board. Yeah. So sometimes it gets unpredictable. I gotta get one of those. Sure. <laughs> Tell us about the Tom Carroll surfboard story. Did you get that board off the beach or did someone else? I got that board off the beach. You got the board off the I beach. I got the board off the beach. What's Tom's brother's name? Nick. I was sitting next to Nick. Cause I was hanging, I think Nick was like friends of my dad. I was sitting next to yeah, him. I, yeah. like, can I grab the board? And he's like, yeah, go for it. You know? And I ran down, grabbed the board, brought it up to my house. Stoked. The most stokest crime. I had like Shane Powell's board up there. I had <laughs> Kelly's broken board. Like, you know, I'm like, put it in my yard. Stoked, you know, whatever. And I, I swear on my life. Mm. <laughs> Liam's gonna be pissed. Yeah, no. Liam came over. He's like, Hey, can I get the dimensions off the board? I said, yeah, no worries. Yeah. I never seen it again. Oh, he took it. Well, I don't know who took it. It disappeared. <laughs> it disappeared. So, oh, but, no. but then apparently Tom said he had it. And then he, something, I don't know, some weird shit. Some weird shit happened. Cause what's the story like? I think he found the other piece and I think he took it home. Apparently. Is that right? No one knows. It's a mystery. Hey, I had the board though. You, you got the board. But in theory, it wasn't really my board. He was just like, yeah, go get it. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. 
but it was it's, it wasn't it was a half board or oh, three quarters well i got the front and i think i ended up getting the back oh you did yeah okay. sweet i'm like unless i'm lying but i'm not no, lying no 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 lie. <laughs> why would you that was a broken board for crying out loud how about um just one last couple of questions um how about your appeared in uh, step into liquid and blue crush how was blue crush what blue? did you do I didn't really do anything in Blue Crush. I almost ended up on the poster, mm -hmm. which would have been cool because yeah. I would have made a lot of money. Mm. I ended up doing um, a bunch of extra stuff. Yeah. I ended up a little bit in the movie, but basically one of my best friends was in the movie and okay. he made a shit ton of cash and he had a great time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it definitely made chicks get super psyched on surfing. You know? sure After did. that, it was like the surfing girl boom. Boomed. Booming, super hard. Super hard. The girls are ripping now, yeah? Yep, it's good to see you. They're, they're getting gnarly. They Before are. I'd be like, oh, I'll smoke them, you know, mm -hmm. like no problem. Now I'm like, oh man, dude. Those <laughs> turns Tyler Wright and, and Carissa, like, mm. I don't think I have the consistency. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. No, let's not serve against him. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about foiling, Jamie? I believe that you're doing a bit of that. I definitely have been doing some foiling. I, I, I feel like it's like, the perfect thing to do when the waves suck mm. and it's too windy to dive and it's just like it, it fits to this category that you don't understand why you're going out on a windy day like this and it's this big mm. it's just the funnest thing in the world mm. i'm going straight i don't i don't know i don't get it i don't know why some people hate it really i love it yeah i've never tried you it. never tried it no but where i live you know where i live it's yeah snapper. it could be all time joel's hooked i was talking to joel, does joel. He's yeah. just, he just said he just can't get enough of it <laughs> it's so weird you're just like I, I feel like it's like you got this feeling like you're locked into this barrel and you, and, yeah. and it, the time just stands still really? and i feel like the time just stands still because wow. it's so peaceful and so quiet oh, it's quiet yeah and it's so fast yeah and it's so fun wow it's just that day that sucks normally turned into like a full day of like an activity. Mm. Super rad. Super cool. And tell us about the two movies that you surfed in and produced, Freak Show and Freakside. Yeah, so Freak Show was kind of the beginning. I collected a bunch of clips. I was, um, I just wanted to make a surf movie. I was inspired by Bruce and Andy and all these guys that are making movies and you know, like like yourself, the documentary and mm. North Shore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I, I just wanted to make one because I always felt like when I was riding for Rip Curl in my younger days that they never, I, I would go on trips with Mick Fanning and Darren mm. O'Rafferty and, mm. and Zane Harrison and all these guys. And mm -hmm. I, I, I would only have like four days to shoot. And then I was in the movie, you mm. know, and I was like, God, I just want to like work on something, you know? Mm. And like, I felt like Freak Show was the first time I actually got to work on something because I was getting tired of like, people saying that I was a pipe guy. I mm. wanted to be, you know, progressive in the aerials and, the, mm. and all the maneuvers. So that was kind of like my movement forward to kind of get away from pipe. Uh, yeah. It's always in my back pocket mm. and go forward with all the maneuvers. And mm. that's kind of what I did and followed it up with um, Freakside. Yep. I just, I don't know, I just, <laughs> it was just fun making movies, man. Mm -hmm. It's like just filming and I want to showcase my surfing. And, and sometimes I feel like I always wanted to see more of Kelly Slater, but you know, he was so busy for 10 or 12 years trying yeah. to win world titles. You see more of him or free maybe surfing, 20. you mean? Yeah, yeah you know, because yeah. he, he was, he's so good and like, mm. he, and it's just like, it drives you to surf. And I always, I didn't want to be that guy to like leave people out on, on the story of my life and, and surfing. So that was a kind of a good um, moment in my mm. career that I kind of got to solidify my surfing and, yeah. you know, let the world, you know, check it out.
Yeah. I mean, why not? I know. Well, that's why I've always thought your surf would be so relevant for the Pro Tour because you've got the big wave down pat and you've got your airs down pat, so, and you've got big carbs, so. But anyway, you just do what you do. It's working. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> <laughs> I remember though, I, I remember watching you win your first world title. When did you win your world title? 1999. Okay, so 1999, you're on the stage at the pipe, right? Yeah, That's yeah. when you want it. And my friends and I were super psyched, you know, and when you want it, you like threw your board up like this, and you're like this. <laughs> you did this like really funny smile, and we like, we would walk around for like a couple of years, like, oh, I'm Aki. Like, it was just really funny. It's not really a question to ask you, but like, <laughs> we, we thought we were Aki for like years, and we just throw up our smile. But I, I remember watching that moment when you watched the, or when you won the world title and I was like, we were just, we were, we were stoked on you. So oh, thanks, Jamie. Good job. Cheers, Matty. Thank you. Congrats on your thank success. Thank you. And, and, yeah, and you too. Keep it up. See, Keep I want to be like Aki when I'm his age, you know, we're, you know, still getting paid <laughs> to do what we love. And we do. And we're having fun. Exactly. And it's not easy, but you just got to work hard at it. Yep. That's what you got to do. There's your success story. Beautiful. Hey, thank you so much, Jamie, for being no on the Outcast. I really appreciate it. Good luck in the rest of the winter and your shows. Keep up those crazy things that you do. I heard we're gonna go night surfing. Maybe we're gonna in a go days. night if that's okay. Yeah, let's I'd do love this. To. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, that's another rock cast, guys. Okay, there's too many jellyfish. It's such a wonderful ride. It's such a wonderful